0: A.A.T. Bird's Weekly Report is the Eagle News. Notes and analysis you need. for the end zone. Interceptor! Interceptor! 30, the 20,
1: the 10, the 5, on the left! He's gone! Matt Blair! Matt Blair. <laughs> Big
0: field! He he's got a goal! The shot's back goal! He steps up, he's hit, and falls forward, and he fumbles the football, and the Eagles have it! It's good!
1: And the Eagles win! It's all birds. All the time,
0: (laughs) and welcome to another edition of AT Birds Weekly Report uh, Opposition Outlook. Uh, I myself, Johnny Uleka, am joined by Kendall. Uh, We're going to talk about, of course, we're going to break down a little bit of the Eagles, uh, you know, losing to the Saints, uh, still not wrapping up that that one seed, Uh, and then we're going to break down a little bit of this game and you know what we think. Hopefully, Jalen Hurts plays, but. Uh, How's it going, Kendall?
1: Not too bad. Ready for the playoffs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is – I agree with you there. Um, But to kind of dive into this game, uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Saints game on Sunday. Uh, We didn't have a post-game show, so kind of recap a little bit of, you know, what happened. Uh, My biggest concern was the offense's inability to kind of really do anything. Um, Yeah, they had that deep throw to A.J. Brown. But the defense, I thought, adjusted really well. And a lot of people are giving Jonathan Gannon heat for the defense, everything for the the nine-minute drive to start the game. And I get that, but you have to look. His defense gave up 13 points. The pick six Mm. doesn't count towards his defense. Also had seven sacks. It is the fifth straight game with six-plus sacks, which – is a franchise, which is a franchise record. Eagles haven't done that. Uh, They have 68 total sacks, so they broke the franchise record set in 1989. They're four sacks away from the NFL record. So I think a lot there has to be some positivity in terms of that, but it just feels that Jonathan Gannon is kind of the scapegoat, you know, when certain things, you know, Christmas, Christmas Eve, you saw the defense struggle and the zone coverage and all that stuff. But when they have some good stuff happen, he seems to not get any credit.
1: It's funny you say that because my pregame notes, um, because I didn't have much takeaway because it's tough because you're missing the lane and you're missing hurts. So it's like, obviously you have takeaways, but it's like, you're not at your best. And so my biggest takeaways were the offensive line struggling without lane. And then sort of what you're just talking about was Gannon and my concern with Gannon is this Um, as good as the pass rush has been like it's on a historic run and for as great as it's been the back end of the defense just gets completely dissected and we saw it last year and we've been seeing the past couple weeks like Dak went 24 for 24 in zone coverage and he started out 15 for 15 this past weekend and Again, I don't want to give Gannon too much like, crap because he has this as a top, easily top three defense this year, and maybe one of the best defenses we've had ever. But the reason why I say it's a, it's a concern, because if Andy Dalton is starting out 15 for 15, what's Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, or maybe like someone like Brady going to do? And you know, fortunately for the Eagles, like they don't have too tough of a you know quarterback matchups in the NFC. But I really do am in concern when it comes to like the Super Bowl if they get there. And Gannon's defense just seems so complex, even though the 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 defense of Rush is getting there. So I wish Gannon would have more answers when it comes to you know. And I understand he wants to keep everything in front of him and he doesn't want to get beat deep. I totally get that because you got to get, you know, ticket, you got to get, you know, small stuff there, small stuff there rather than giving you the big player over the top. But I just want to see some adjustments where, or maybe some ag- aggressiveness where you break up Epps, or, you know, hopefully Chauncey comes back soon, but I just need to stop seeing this simplicity and start seeing maybe some more aggression, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. And I, I saw some, uh, I think Trey Thomas talked about it, uh, talking about the defense itself, playing a little bit more press, because if you have a defensive line and you look at the the pass rush that the Eagles have, why not play a little bit more press because they're able to get off of the snap, they're able to get with their quickness interior or outside and be able to get home and disrupt the quarterback's rhythm. Why not do that? And it's cause for concern a little bit. Um. But I, I feel that with the way your pass rush is, especially come the postseason, play a little bit more press. It's not like you're playing with backup or rookie uh, cornerbacks. You know, you mm-hmm. have two of the 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 right now best rated corners in the league right now, and right. you know, hopefully getting Charnsey Garden Johnson back, uh, whose 21 day window was opened up today, uh, is going to work. But you know looking at this game it's, it's just it was it was tough because you know kenny gainwell has that long run that gets called back because of a hold when it really was a pancake um i it's tough because it's a game that they should have had that this week should be just them sitting the starters letting the backups just play letting the backups get some reps and not really having to worry about anything because everything was locked up Unfortunately, right. that is not the case and now you have to uh Hopefully Jalen Hurts is healthy to be able to play and to be able to get you um, a win because you don't want to lose to then drop down to the fifth seed and have to tra- travel, to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They,
1: they, they, they need to get this, this win Sunday. And, you know, luckily giants can't move in the seating. So they're definitely more than likely going to be resting the starters. They might get a mm-hmm. drive or two, but you know, even if Hurts can't play i would be hopeful that Gardner can come in and beat up this giants secondary you know what i mean yeah. and you know, and yeah, that's kind of kudos to the saints they they have a rather stepped on defense and you know obviously their offense isn't as strong as should with their 13 point outing actually what defense only gave up no we didn't the 13 points right Cause defense 20. gave
0: up 13 yes yeah,
1: yeah. but um I don't know if I don't know what the uh, the deal is with Maddox. Um, Nick said today that he has a chance to come back, right? Or
0: he says us. he said day to day, you know, and day-to-day. really, I I don't know what that means because you know during the press conferences, everything about you know we'll see his body heals a certain way. It's just all this malarkey. Just say he has a chance to play and end it there to just ramble, yeah. rambling on just to really about they nothing. get
1: they get way too like frightened like they fear as if like, like the other teams like listening to them or as if like dude like we don't need, we don't need this whole like spiel like just get to the point you know what i mean
0: or me if he's gonna play or not and yeah honestly i really don't think that he can't i don't know i, I think he has to play even if he plays a half uh you know they get up a couple scores and then you know Gardner goes in there or, or whatever it may be, um, but looking at looking at some of the news uh, that was dropped uh, today during Nick's press conference, uh, Josh Sweat was in the building. I mean, apparently, he wants to play, which I don't see That's him so playing. Until, I don't see him playing until uh, the playoffs, which is fine. Uh, they opened a 21-day practice windows for three players: uh, for Robert Quinn, for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Not sure if any of those are going to play this week. And then an interesting one was for Brett Toth, or Toth, Brett Toth, the uh, offensive tackle uh, that's been here for a couple of seasons from Army. Uh, He got hurt last year in the Dallas game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. he tore his ACL or had an ACL injury and was out all season. So his practice window was open, which is interesting because in 2020, he stepped in and played a little bit of right tackle uh, for them uh, as a young player. And now, of course, that was uh, two years ago. And maybe that's a sign of, you know, someone that can step in as a better backup right tackle than, uh, say Jack Driscoll. Um, you know, Driscoll struggled.
1: Uh, It was, it was tough to see him struggle because I've, I've been pretty big on him and he's been playing pretty well for his circumstances, but that was not a good outing on Sunday and not encouraging whatsoever.
0: And you know I, I like him as a player because I think I think he best suits and best fits at right guard. I think that for his skill set is better suited uh, for that position. But it, it was tough to watch him. And again, and again I, I don't think Gardner helped holding the ball as he did and kind of dropping his eyes and just really not just looking really uneasy. And you know, unfortunately, Cam Jordan was on that side, so when you have yeah. a player with over 100 career sacks uh, who actually had three sacks on Sunday and set the Saints uh, record. So, yeah, that that's the tough part was watching him struggle. Uh, but the offense in in terms just – there was just no flow and they just couldn't get it going What four straight three and outs, which a, yeah, you don't brutal. see. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it wasn't like a lot of those three and outs. A lot of those third downs were – third and longs they had a couple third and shorts and they just couldn't uh, Mm -hmm. convert on them and it was just tough to see because the defense was doing their part even though the defense you know watching the game one thing I noticed was it always seemed like the New Orleans Saints started from the Eagles 40 yard line and got up towards the 50 you know almost their 45 and then punted it Eagles deep down into um, you know deep into their territory and Eagles just couldn't do anything because one, um, Brett Kern did Dude, not look very good at we all. We might really,
1: need Sipos back before we. even
0: there, thought. there was. Uh, I think it, I don't know if it was Jake Elliott or somebody said that uh, Sipos had just a boot on his on his leg. I, I said I don't know what they do uh, because Brett Kern. There's a lot of roster decisions that need to happen. Um, a one lot. You, you need to create space. If, if Brett Toth is coming back on the roster, if Robert Quinn and, Ch- and Johnson, all three of those guys, now you don't have to activate them. Now you can activate them you know, after this game into right. next week. Uh, if you happen to win and everything there, um, you could see possibly some players getting cut or some players getting put on IR when they get hurt in mm. practice or right. whatever that may be um, to clear some space because Brett Kern is on the practice squad. There's no more elevations left. He did his three elevations. There's nothing for him left. Um, He's going to be activated to the 53, or are they going to release him and then sign someone else? Because also he doubles as the holder. So there's a lot of moving parts there. So that's another interesting uh, scenario to watch for this team. But looking at this game, Jalen Hurts needs to play. Um, He needs to be in the game. Uh, Like I said, whether it's for a half or not, he needs to be in the game. The injury mm-hmm. that he had, that they stated he had, it's a one to two week uh, recovery time. This is going on week three, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he was throwing uh, at practice last week. So my guess is he will be playing, um, but again, for how long I don't know. Do they just play a half? Uh, that's the interesting part because we don't know what the Giants are going to do. Uh, my guess is that they're going to they may play got their players for maybe a drive if that. But I'm thinking more than likely they're going to be sitting a lot of players because they're pretty banged up. And this is a de facto bye week to get a little bit healthy, you going into right. the mall car round. That's, that, that, I would say that they're going to sit players and you're going to see a lot of backups on their end, um, mm. which could bone benefit, bode beneficial for the Eagles. But again, you can never take backups lightly. You never know.
1: Right. And I think Jim would have played Sunday if it wasn't for the – playoffs being so close um he definitely obviously would have been nice to have but again the Eagles are expecting Garner to do a better job than what he put out on Sunday um Garner just looked uncomfortable like his feet were never set and that's the difference between like him and Jalen is like Garner is super uncomfortable, like, doesn't look as poised as Jalen does, and <clears throat> throws aren't aren't in time and whatnot. And that's what Jalen's been, been great at this year is like settling down, making the throws, standing in the pocket, you know, having to take that hit if needed. And <clears throat> Garner just seemed to be afraid. And when the pocket would collapse even the slightest, he's moving around and yeah. he's not making the throws that, that he's supposed to. So, excuse me, sorry. Okay. Um, but and I get that because he hasn't had that game experience this year and it's tough to judge him on that but with the backup you got to come prepared and you got to be bringing your best because that's why they brought him in and why they didn't trade him for a picks because they were like oh if he can give us you know this game and he can win us this game that's enough for, for his job and you know he's failed to do that and unfortunately you know, he's going to be a free agent this offseason. And, you know, I, I'd imagine they're going to be looking for a backup either in the you know, free agency market, the draft. But Gardner's not going to be back next year. And, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully Jalen can come in. And even if it's just for a half or even give Gardner a 14-point spot, you know, do something to where it can take the stress off Gardner. He can maybe take take chill back, dink and dunk hand the ball off to Miles or uh, or Boston, but I can't I can't see him again on Sunday if he's going to beat what he was um, against the Saints.
0: And, you know, Adam posed this question. Do you guys think they need to run the ball more than they did last week? Um, I think if you have Jalen in there, the running game is going to be a lot more uh, effective than with Gardner. Um, Gardner running the RPO doesn't really – You know, help you in terms of him taking the ball. Yeah, he may get one or two yards, but he's not going to be able to get you chunk plays that Jalen can get. And what was interesting was seeing Miles uh, have one of the lowest snap counts, I believe. Uh, They played a lot of Kenny, um, and they played a lot of Boston. You saw those guys sprinkled in there more than I would have thought. Uh, But again, Miles did have that knee brace on, so I know he was – Yeah,
1: I'm sure that had to do something with it.
0: So – and again, this is where a win on Sunday will help them get that extra week of rest for these guys who are banged up, who are playing with a little bit hurt, who are guys who aren't on the field that should be coming back in a couple of weeks, you know, get that extra extra week of rest. But I, I think they need to run the ball a little bit more, control the game that way. Um, but it's, again, it's tough.
1: It's tough to run effectively in this offense without Hurts because he he brings in a whole different part of the playbook. Like today, my one tweet I put out, I said that is about Jalen Hurts' MVP case, but I said without his arms or legs, his offense is forced to be cut in half and simplified because, you know, that other half of the defense has to hold account for Jalen running on the, on the other side. So, you know, as, as good as Miles has been this year, he has benefited greatly from Hertz's legs. And obviously we, ha- we haven't seen Miles be the same rusher as he is, but hopefully when, when Hertz can come back, that game can get back to, back to normal.
0: So I know when Mike was on the show last week, he didn't get to ask you a question. And I know he wanted to pose this question, which do you think Jalen Hurts is a baller?
1: Dude, straight baller.
0: So Mike, Got his answer there. Um, And, you know, I just looking at this game, what worries me is the effect of, you know, if Hertz isn't playing, you have Minshew again. And it's like really worrisome because of it. I think what worries me or what concerns me when you look at Gardner Minshew, the game he had against the Cowboys to the game he had against New Orleans, night and day.
1: Like what yeah. happened?
0: <laughs> and you know, I I don't know. I I just he didn't look like the same player. And you know, going into that game, you know Lane Johnson's not there. You know, you know that you have a a right tackle, that is, you know, going up against a possibly future Hall of Fame defensive lineman and Cam Jordan. You have to know as the quarterback. That you have to be quick with reads. You have to be quick. You have to know that. And you know, they the game plan itself was not very good, not very well uh, thought out, in my opinion. It just from the from the start, it just didn't nothing flowed. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I thought when they got the the uh, the long touchdown to AJ Brown, I thought, okay, you know, now it's 13 10. You have the the opportunity here. Uh, to be able to, you know, get control of this game, get this game, and then it's just, you know, they go down and he throws a pick six, and yeah, I, I don't know, I just, it always felt like they they were, and like I said earlier, it always felt that they were starting deep in their own territory, whether it was because of you know New Orleans punter Blake Gillikins did one heck of a job pinning them deep. Right. <clears throat> Every single punt it seemed for New Orleans, but again, that's where the field position game and special team game is huge because if you're able to pin, you know, a team with who's struggling on offense with a backup quarterback and a backup right tackle, and you have a a decent pass rush, it's gonna it's gonna cause for for some concern, and you know, unfortunately, there was some concern, but you know, that's
1: another difference between like Hertz and uh, Minshew especially um, early on this season, the offense was set up with poor field position every single game. Like special teams would give them no help in in the returning game. And you would still feel confident the offense is going to march down, you know, 85, 80 yards, go down and score. And they would with ease. And that's the difference between Gardner and Hurst is like, you have no faith that Hurst is going to drive down 80 yards, 85 yards and score a touchdown. And, you know, last week, the, the, uh, against Dallas, you know, the, the, the offense was set up nicely with some, with some field position. But, you know, I, Gardner has no capabilities of going down and driving 80, 85 yards and clearly saw him yet last week when he threw a pick six when he needed to go 95.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the Eagles defensively, they got an interception with, uh, Josiah Scott but unfortunately it was towards the end of the half and yes, he was pretty
1: good on Sunday. I'll tell you what,
0: you know, he, he played, he played pretty well. Uh, I will give him that. Um, But, you know, it it did stop them from the saints potentially getting a field goal to the end of the half, but you know, it just, I'm just hoping, you know, Charlie, garden Johnson comes back and I want Maddox to come back. I want them to get healthy. And again, I, I, I mentioned it. It's, now you have to throw your starters out again with there's potential there that you can get some more injuries here. Um you know Josh Sweat goes down with a a neck injury has to be carted off. Uh, unfortunately fortunately, the good news is he was back in the building and you know everything's pointing in the positive direction with him uh, getting back on the field this season. Um m- most likely not this week but it'll be uh, oh, yeah. next week but you know that that's a good thing that he was not seriously injured there. And you just can't afford any more big time, you know, injuries. It, you know, the injuries are happening at the worst time, the last three weeks of the season here. Uh, it was going to happen though. It was, it was
1: due.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, but you have to try to, you know, make make what you can of it. And you need to get to a position where you can get, like I said, get that one seed, you know, beat the giants, whether it's their starters or their backups and, um, Again, you did beat them forty-eight to twenty-two the first time around, and mm. now you're at home, and I'm sure the the link will be rocking, especially if they're, you know, if Jalen's playing, it's it's gonna be crazy there. So, you know, use that to your advantage there. It's a four twenty-five start, um, so it'll Correct. be under the lights, it'll be prime time. They're wearing the all black, so you know, try to get some type of uh, momentum in terms of you know getting this victory because this is this is huge. Uh, yeah, in terms right. of getting that home field advantage come january mm-hmm. in the and
1: the um the eagles had been like very fortunate with like injuries this year like every single team is going to get hurt and yeah. the eagles like went like maybe 12 13 weeks without a significant injury and like you have to overcome that and maybe that's like the adversity like people were like trying to talk about it was like You know, what do you want to do when this player gets hurt or when Lane goes down or Hurts gets hurt? And so we're starting to see that unravel. And, you know, obviously back-to-back weeks with a loss isn't too encouraging, but at least they're experiencing it. And that was a big thing with the 2017 team was that they had injuries all throughout the year and they addressed them all perfectly. And you know what? Ended up winning it all. So, you know, obviously the adversity is a little later than preferred, but, a lot of these guys are also able to come back. Lane's delaying surgery. Avante might actually have a chance to play and come back. CJ should be back within, hopefully, this week. Robert Quinn, who was completely irrelevant for a while, he might be able to come back and make it, make an impact. And, you know, not only that, since you know, since Sweat got hurt, but we still have depth, though. I mean, Brandon Graham turned back the clock and played phenomenal, for, for what his age is, at least. So... I mean the Eagles obviously have faced a lot of injuries, but things could be a lot worse. And I would say Sirian and company are very should be very grateful for the way Howie constructed this depth chart this offseason because there is talent from the f- first team to second team and even the third team. So I mean things could be a lot worse, but we're fortunately shooting into the right direction.
0: Yeah, and you know, I want I want to uh bring up what you just said a little bit ago there talking about Brandon Graham you know Brandon Graham coming off Achilles uh injury that he had late early last year in the season 11 sacks a career high uh the Eagles now the only team in NFL history with four players with 10 plus sacks and you know I I want to talk about Brandon Graham a little bit you know this guy is so was so determined after getting hurt and you saw last year when he got hurt how big of a loss it was on that defensive line mm-hmm. whether it was the run game the pass rush you know oh his leadership even the locker room yeah the locker room his leadership and everything that he does and you see all the interviews you see everything that he does whether it's uh on the radio you know all his, his brent the brandon graham show all that stuff you know the guy's got such a joyous personality, and this couldn't right. be. And he's up for Walter Walter Payton Man of the Year. So, you know the other thing with that is, go retweet. You know, do what you got to do, get the votes in for him because, you know, he the story it, the, the story that the Eagles, um, brought out on uh, I think it was they on their YouTube channel uh, had him go and Derek Gunn was talking about it, and you know they brought all these different people that he's, you know, personally had contact affected um, in their lives and what he's done, you know, to make, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable the type of person that he is and Mm -hmm. it couldn't be, it couldn't have been done to a better person to get that 11 sacks. He's the, he's that final person to get that record, to be that four uh, players with over 10 sacks and he's comeback player of the year, in my opinion, for everything that he's done. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. What he's done on the field is unbelievable. And remember, 2010, you know, he was drafted in the first round. There were certain players that other people wanted. He fought, he went through some struggles early in his career. Uh, certain the coaching changed. There were still some struggles like that. All of a sudden he turned it on, made one of the biggest, if not the biggest, play in Eagles history, the strip sack of Tom Brady um it's just it's a great career he is like you know you mentioned it he's an all-time eagle an absolute all-time eagle and will be forever remembered for everything that he's done in the city for the team the community everything and i just wanted to give a a shout out to brandon because he is absolutely 100 percent a plus of a person to
1: be to be 34 years old and coming off a Achilles injury, like that is one of the hardest injuries to come back from because number one, like it's like a, it's a cliche that like most players are not the same off Achilles injuries. And then to be 34 on top of that and stack up 11 sacks, unheard of, unheard yeah. of. And I yeah. and, and granted, he's benefited greatly from taking less snaps this year because he's been a lot fresher, but it's still the fact that he's doing this. Like... It's awesome. I, I, Based off his production this year, we can hopefully bring him back next year and maybe get somewhat something, another six, seven sacks out of him. But he's been phenomenal. And even even me as a person, I've underrated him as an eagle. Like, I have definitely taken him for granted. And, you know, it's going to be tough to, you know, mimic who he's been for this city for so long.
0: You know, and, and, and peanuts right here. You know, BG is on the top ten list of Eagles defensive players of all time for him, which, you know. I agree with him just because of, you know, with everything that he's done so far and, you know, you know, Mike saying here, you know, good thing we didn't draft Earl Thomas, uh, with with, with everything is. Yeah. Um, and the, the way I look at, and you said it about, you know, Brandon Graham's 34, you have this era of Eagles players. You have Jason Kelsey, you have Fletcher Cox, you have Brandon Graham, you have these guys who've been there for a long time. I know mm-hmm. uh, BG's 2010, Kelsey's 2011, Cox is 2012. And then I can even throw Lane Johnson in there because he's 2013. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had these guys for so long. It, it kind of likens to, you know, for me, in the early 2000s, when you had guys like Trotter and Dawkins, and you had guys like Hugh Douglas, and these players you know, lead, uh, Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, Lido. You have all these guys who were there for so many years, you know, John Runyon and Trey Thomas. Um, these guys that were there so long, you know, for me, seeing them go. And then, you know, it's, it's tough to see these guys go, but you know they don't play on forever.
1: Right. And
0: that's what I mentioned, you know, a couple shows ago. And I, I mentioned throughout the offseason and everything, what the Eagles are doing and getting these guys, drafting these guys, who are going to be the successors to some of these players. Mm-hmm. So, right. but no, it's, you're right. If you're able to bring, you know, BG back, that'd be absolutely awesome. Um, but as time goes on, the years go on here. Uh, these players, they're not getting younger and hopefully the next generation of players here will take those next steps, but no, it's that's
1: another, that's not, that's, that's another big thing. Um, like Wayne's been there, done that Kelsey Cox, yeah. like, some of these guys have some real experience including the Super Bowl, and that's gonna pay greatly to these younger guys come this run. Like they're mm-hmm. gonna be very poised and they're gonna, you know, get this, get this um what do you wanna say? Which is I don't know what we wanna say exactly, but get this ship in the right direction. And like they've been there and have done that, and that's gonna help this team so much in, in the playoffs. Cause you know, I know Brown. It's super emotional, and you, you saw this tweet yesterday of, of, of the meme of him getting locked in, and, you know, we need players like Quez and of these young guys, they need to get locked in because this is a huge run, and nice. that's also another thing this team has missed. And uh, You can kind of tell based off the, uh, the vibes that the teams miss Jalen's presence and his leadership. Nice. I feel like the past couple of weeks we've seen some sketchy things that, like, Slay calling out Josiah Scott for that balloon third and 30 or not taking credit for it or you know last or on Sunday AJ calling out or throwing Minshew under the bus like that wasn't happening when Hertz was, was under center granted they were winning but it's like those vibes were not around at all this year and I think Hertz's presence and his leadership has definitely been missed and when he's back under center, everyone's going to be right back dialed in, and that's what this team needs. Get get on track this week against, you know, a backup New York team. Starters are going to play. You want to get back in rhythm. Get a week off. No, go back to where you know you were, and then take on divisional round. Listen, they're they're three games away from a Super Bowl.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I said. My thing on it, no bullshit this week. Finish the job. It basically would have cost You have Finish to do it. Finish the job, get the one seed, and then the brand new season starts. So, yeah. what it comes down to. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I want to bring up the locks of the week from last week. Uh, Then we can kind of get the locks for this week. I do have Chip's locks, uh, who is not with us tonight with the show, so I have his stuff already in there. So, Locks from last week. We had Mike Bauer. I'll bring him up. Of course, he had he kind of piggybacked and did two, which one was right and one was wrong. Penn State beating Utah by ten. That was a pretty good pick because they did beat them by double digits.
1: Impressive. Uh,
0: And he had Vegas will regret starting Stidham. I really don't think they regretted him because they put three. He played very, very
1: well. Which is very, very interesting because that defense has been stout all year. And to let Jared Stidham do that mm-hmm. to your defense, hey, listen, I, I know there's not much tape on him. And it's also Devontae Adams, but that's very interesting, interesting to me because I feel like those are, the, those are the quarterbacks getting beats up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: It's interesting. It's an interesting thing. Do they put Is that some tape out there they put on the 49ers to kind of be able to figured them out a little bit and to put some points on them. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the Vegas defense was not very helpful in terms of that. But again, it's interesting. You had BG sack and win. So you had only one, oh, ball, right? BG get the sack. On. They did not get the win. Oh. I mean, the win felt like a lock. How do we not beat the Saints? <laughs> Tell me about it. It's, yeah. I had Quez will catch a touchdown. Yeah. I don't think Quez caught the ball at all. So, uh, that was a big zero uh, in terms of a goose egg with that. But the only guy to get the lock correct, he's not on the show tonight. It is Chip. He had Carson will throw two interceptions.
1: Carson, <laughs> Carson threw uh, three interceptions. He's not good. It's, so, it's, it's crazy to think about. Like, it, it, it makes me really embarrassed to think about, like, how sold I was on Carson and how much I was committed to him. I mean, granted, like, he was a somewhat, like, spe- not special player, but, like, he was great his 2017 year. Like, he showed elite flashes. And then, as soon as 2020 hit and that game in Washington, like, he has just simply not been the same player at all. And I don't know if it's a mental challenge, if he's in his own head of, you know, forced to make plays or forced to make throws. But I mean, the guy has like athletic skills and he has a huge arm, but he just, he can't put it together. And I don't know if he's, if he's going to play next year, there's going to be someone who's probably desperate. I don't know. Or someone's going to fall for that trap again, but I, I cannot imagine having that guy's like quarterback right now.
0: It's interesting. And you know, when we started this uh, podcast back in April of 2020, uh, we defended carson so much there was you know you went through all the stats to defend him every single step of the way but then as oh that season God. progressed and as it went on there was really no more you no more it. being able to do do that because you were starting to become delusional if you kept thinking there was you know kept making the excuses mm-hmm. uh, and unfortunately they went and they draft and then they you know they drafted hurts that you know, off season. Basically, they drafted Hurts the when we started. You know, the podcast, everything like that. So it was a lot of craziness and stuff. But I have mentioned in certain texts, to, you know, buddies and stuff like that, how crazy you go from twenty twenty. You look at twenty twenty to where they were, and look at where they are now. So you
1: have no thought of us even being in this position at all. Like, no. not not even the, the, the slightest like glimmer of hope. Even when Hurts comes in for for the last, you know, four games of that year, you're like, okay, like, you know, Hurts might be good, but you don't think he can become this. And it's just fascinating to see, like, how he's thinking beforehand. Like, clearly how he was committed to Hurts before, you know, the Watson and Russell Wilson thing because he kept saying, this is our guy. We're going to stand by him. And then brought in all these guys to surround him and, you know, be this team who they are now and now look at them
0: i you know from the start you know that off season, i you know i mentioned talking about you know hurts potentially being a franchise could become you know a top quarterback a franchise quarterback and everything and you know he's proved it in terms of he worked his ass off to get to a point to be a good player and for him it's you know, it's never finished. He can get better every single time. And this is what his motto, his persona is. And it's – it's, I love that. But His, his
1: attitude fits Philly, Philly so perfectly.
0: No, it fits perfect. So going this week's locks, uh Chip's lock is – he's sticking with Washington and the quarterback carousel they're going to have, whether it's Heineke. I know Howell's getting the start. uh Carson now he's gonna is going to be uh, on the bench holding the clipboard.
1: He probably won't be active.
0: No. Washington – He's going to have a total of three interceptions. Washington quarterbacks with three interceptions. I I, I might just go the opposite of them. (laughs) So now that brings it to you. What is your lock of the week?
1: Just out of spite, I'm going to go with Sam Howell to have three touchdown passes. Because how interesting would it be for Washington to get that little scene And then for them to be like, oh, can this guy be our starter next year? And then they have to, you know, delay bringing somebody in, ride with Sam Hout all of next year, and then have him just to be another Terrell Heineke. That would be great.
0: (laughs) You know, uh, I'll give Heineke this. He brought some spark to that team. He is a backup. It's what he is. He could step Mm -hmm. in and give you a couple games. But for them to go away – I think if Heineke plays that, that one of the games a lot closer, and two, I think there's a chance that Washington pulls that off. Um, but, you know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to do what they're going to do. That's why they're a garbage franchise. But my lock of the week is I'm going to go... <sighs> I thought about this in terms of going to the, the, the Giants route, Eagles-Giants, uh, but I don't want to do that. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh. I'm going to say the Pittsburgh Steelers will get that seventh seed and make the playoffs. Wow. They will win and New England will lose and the Miami Dolphins will lose. Wow. So Steelers will be in the playoffs.
1: Wow. That, cause that's crazy because they had like less than like like a 3% or something like that like four, three weeks ago. Yeah. Was- no they have a real chance.
0: There's a lot to go, um, lot going on with Miami. Uh, potentially, Bridgewater will not play. It'll be the backup, the third stringer, uh, Thompson. And it's not then too I, bad, though. He signed Mike Blennon to the practice squad. Um, I'm surprised he even has. A, never. I'm not even going to get into that. He's awful. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you have New England going to play the Bills. Uh, you know, I think they're playing in Buffalo, so that's. You know, with everything with Jamar Hamlin, you know, hope everything keeps progressing. Um, hopefully keep getting good news on him. Uh, it was a scary sight Monday night. Uh, there's going to be a lot of emotion uh, with that game uh, yeah. being played. Of course, hopefully there's more positive news in the coming days for him. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers with him, with his family, with everybody involved. Um, it's great to see the, the, the toy drives GoFundMe. He's up to, I think, over $6 million. Um, totally. You know, I think I think one thing that this really shows and really, um, you know, proves to, whether it's the NFL, whether it's sports in general, of all, you know, college, you know, amateur, little leagues, all that. I think that AEDs need to be on the sidelines. There need to be um, devices on there in case anything. Mm-hmm. anything happens uh you want to make sure that you're prepared um and credit to the medical staffs and all the personnel the emergency personnel uh everybody involved on Monday night uh you know you got to give that give it to them for them to, the swift action um uh, and everything that they've that they did uh for him and everything uh, you know and it even goes to the people you know like Booger McFarlane and you know, Ryan Clark, Scott Van Pelt, you know, Joe Buck, Troy been having to, you know, basically an hour of try to, you know, talk about something that you really had no idea what's going on, what you just saw and everything. So, you know, credit to all them and everything. Uh, it was just a tough, t- tough situation. And we just hope that uh, in the coming days that there is more positive news uh, for DeMar and for his family and everything. And just so that. um he can, you know, wake up and see all the love and support and everything that he's got, and everything that's he's he's going right now, uh, for him and his family and the foundation and everything. Said it all best. But with that, I would do want to bring up the <clears throat> predictions. So we're going to get into the predictions of this game. Chip's prediction: He has the Eagles winning twenty-four to fourteen. What do you say Kendall with this game?
1: Um if the Eagles are playing their starters and the Giants are not like I think Vegas is on to something with the spread which at 14, right? Or 13 and a half.
0: I think it was at 14 but it may have moved to 13 and a half. I think it started at 13 and a half. I think it's at 14 now.
1: Yeah, it's it's not going to be close. Um Especially if that offense, that that uh, Giants offense, is playing their their backups, um, Gannon's is just going to pounce and pressure the living hell out of whoever's playing quarterback. Tyrod. Um, Tyrod, he listen. He, he, he's he's a solid backup, but you know, you're not, he's not going to be throwing you know for two hundred yards against this defense. So, um, I also think the offense is just going to do what they did back in. What, four weeks ago, five weeks ago? Um, I think the Eagles are going to handle business, and I don't, I don't think it should be even close. Um, I would be surprised if the Giants even scored 10 points because, you know, unless the game just gets so out of hand that, you know, both teams pull starters, which we should mention that with the Eagles losing Sunday, it kind of did the. Cowboys, uh, what you want to say? I don't know. Uh, It kind of screwed the Cowboys over because now they're forced to play their starters at the same time as the Eagles Mm -hmm. play because they're both playing at 425. So now Dallas is forced to play their starters when in reality, like, the Eagles are probably just going to dog walk the the Giants. So Dallas might be score watching as the Eagles are playing. But um, hopefully Dallas doesn't get – you know, any injuries at all, but, you know, that's always the, pe- the potential of happening. But anyways, I'm going to say Eagles win easily 35 to nine.
0: Ooh. That will be nice. And, you know, I, I'm on the kind of same sentiment of, you know, what, what you're talking about here with, with this game. And for me, I, I think the Eagles win 27-13. I think there's a point in the third quarter where they pull the starters. They'll be up by a couple scores, and they'll pull the starters, and or at least a handful of the starters, uh, you know, to kind of preserve them and not, you know, get injuries. Because like you said, you don't want to see any injuries, uh, any injuries here. And you know, if the Eagles can wrap this up, clinch the division, clinch number one seed at home, be able to stay at home. That, that that's basically what it comes down to. And you know, they have to do it. They like said, no bullshit. Finish this off. Get the one. You,
1: you got three games to play at home. Get the one New York. You mm-hmm. win that one. You got two more games to get to the chip. Yep. And if you do that, you're going to be off to Arizona. And you'll be probably playing either Burrow, Mahomes, or Allen. So. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I, we will have a show next week next week we'll we probably will have a show after uh the game on sunday we'll do a, a post game show at some point um and at, at some point at night we'll do a, a recap show so we'll do that hopefully it's a win we can talk about that and then whether or not um hopefully the eagles aren't playing the following week uh the weekly report the wednesday show uh basically if the Eagles are playing, unfortunately, we'll be breaking that game down. If they are not playing, uh, I still think we're going to be doing a show talking about the wild card matchups and everything along the lines of that and any other news that comes out with the Eagles. Uh, but with that, you know, we always like to end it with a very happy and a very joyful.
1: Go, birds. birds. AAT Sports Network is brought to you by Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant. Located in Allentown, off the Iroquois Trail. Visit them at Vinny'sPizzaPA.com today. Stuff to the Grills, also located in Allentown, off the Iroquois Trail, offers a unique twist on the traditional sandwich shop. They will cater to your every need. www.stufftothegrills.com
0: And get your grub on.
1: Stone Distillery. Crafted cocktails assembled the way you want. Located in the Trolley Barn at 116
0: East Broad Street in Quakertown. They relax and have a cocktail. And you should too.